0: up and strap in you've clicked that pile of audio gold known as the half-assed podcast and now it's starting so here's a person to say some things
1: yeah you want to hear something crazy in our in our uh, auction league there's a five way tie for last place
0: yeah. for last for last place at five wow. and eight We've got, uh, we've got like six teams at seven and six. Yep. And, uh, the, yeah, so basically all but two of them are getting into the playoffs.
1: What's great is I'm playing my brother, too.
0: Oh, <laughs> even better.
1: Yeah, it sucks because DeAndre Swift's out. Yeah, there's, which a was lot my main running those. back. And then, um, Madison was my other guy. I've had him on my bench forever just waiting for Cook to get hurt. Oh, and you I play played him? him? I played oh. him hoping that, you know, his shoulder would, you know, not hold up and Madison would still get touches.
0: You get like five or something like that? Uh, six touches. Okay. Yeah. Ouch.
1: I knew it's going to happen, though. I mean, I've been – that's where I've always lacked is running back. Now I'm just going to dig in and – Really go hard for running backs.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what I had to do in a couple of my leagues. My uh my second 10 man, I've it, it's actually been kind of nice. I have one position every year that's kind of fucked. Yeah. So I just draft everything at that one position. The first year I did all wides. The second year I did uh all quarterbacks. So finally, the second year, one guy noticed after my third round pick, he's like, Hey, ronzo's taking all quarterbacks yeah (laughs) none of you caught that i did all wide receivers last year did you You yeah he's like holy shit you did you were talking what's crazy
1: is i'm so stacked at wide receiver yeah so stacked i need to that's nice do something make some kind of trade for picks or some kind of running back it's, it's like, I got T Higgins, Tyreek Hill, Amari Cooper, Jalen Waddell, Kendrick Bourne, Josh Palmer, DeAndre Carter, like, and then at tight end, I got, uh, Goddard and Darren Waller.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, that's solid. And then I have CJ, who I, like, just took off the wires. Right. Yeah, he's, uh, he's been a favorite, uh, for me to track this year, because he's, not getting a lot of targets, but he's just catching everything thrown his way. It's been kind of funny yeah i'm
1: i'm I'm gonna try to maybe get something for him. let's hope
0: <laughs> right well did, did you play uh you played born in that abomination last week nope nope, uh, i didn't i I did in one league. he was my last hope to uh pull the game out, <laughs> and uh uh yeah, I didn't pull the game out.
1: Well, when they were playing Buffalo, well, when I saw like the conditions, I instantly subbed him out.
0: Yeah. No, I had nothing left at that point. So it was like, oh, hell, <laughs> he's got to go. And yeah. I missed most of the game. So when I tuned in, as soon as I turned the TV on, they threw it to Bourne. So I was like, oh, OK, cool. That's a good sign. And the announcers were shocked. They're like, Bourne with a catch. Like, yeah. Why, why are they saying it like that? And then uh, and then I found out.
1: What gets me is like everyone's like praising Belichick like it was some crazy good plan. Yeah, <laughs> it's to like, just not throw it. I'm like Bills like I get why Bills threw it as much as they did, but
0: like that's right. just the obvious thing to do. Like <laughs> Yeah Yeah, I, I was honestly shocked that the Bills didn't just do the same thing.
1: When well when I saw when I saw the dude kick a thirty yard field goal and it get change of direction <laughs> about thirty yards I was like, uh, yeah, no one's doing anything with that.
0: Well, I listened to uh, levitar the next day, and one of the guys said it was really fun watching a game where if you pitched it to the running back, I wasn't sure if he was going to catch it. <laughs> yeah, I was it, like it was that bad. It 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 was pretty bad.
1: And uh, Josh Allen had a deep ball, the like wide open. Well, it wasn't yeah, wide open, but it, it should have been a it, it should have been a catch. It hit digs in the forearms. Yeah, that was and,
0: that was crazy to even try.
1: Well, Josh Allen just got ridiculous arm strength. Yeah, it's right. Ridiculous. I remember he's like the guy to get like when you play Madden franchise with your buddies <laughs> right. because he has 99 throw power. <laughs> so you can that's, just bo- you can if your guy's quick on the outside, he just bombs it past everybody.
0: Well, that's like one of those Madden things you figure out that. At getting adding speed or arm strength to a guy with like whatever to progress him is like impossible. Yeah, so yeah. I was. I'm still playing Madden 1886. <laughs> One of Maddie's friends called it.
1: <laughs> yeah, we, we we have like a franchise where we've been doing it for like three or four years. We quit this year, but we're gonna get the next year. Nice. And it's, you know, we get like six or seven people in it. And we have everyone join like the same division, so you play each other twice, and then you play CPUs on the outside. And oh, sweet! We were like 15 seasons, in. it gets really fun. Wow!
0: No, I'm still like two consoles behind. Yeah, (laughs) I mean,
1: there's no point in getting a console anymore. You might as well just buy a PC. Yeah. Yep, that's what I did. I mean, you can you can play everything you can on the brand new Xbox and PS5, but the computer's like 7 times as strong and will be able to run any game that comes out for the next 10 years.
0: <laughs> right, you're not limited.
1: Unlike the consoles.
0: I'm still using my 360. Dude, I have a I'll
1: just give you my Xbox 1. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah.
1: I literally have it sitting in the closet. I'll just give it to you.
0: Oh, no shit. Yeah, no, I'm still yeah. I still have the 360 down here. That's a Madden it's got practices. Madden 21 and 20 on it, so. Oh wow! Yeah, I got Madden 25. Oh, I know I, what you're talking I started about. Started a new franchise yeah. on it last week. You know
1: what? You know what's really shitty is the franchise kind of like degressed. Did it? Yeah, you can't. Like in the old Madden's, you could play like a guy in one position, you know, and like build your character. Right. Where you like, just play. Wild. You can't even do that in the new ones. Like You have to play the full offense. Okay. It's pretty interesting. Even if you create a character, you can't even like just play him. It's weird. Wow. I'm still so used to this old one. Oh, yeah. You're probably going to get your mind blown when you turn that on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll just give you that. I mean, it's not
0: worth anything anyway. Yeah, right. She. Uh, she showed me something the other day, Facebook Marketplace, like, Xbox 360 for sale. I was like, do not. Like, what are you talking about? That's so old. Like, yeah. that's what I'm still using. What the crazy part is, like, the farther
1: you go back in consoles, the more expensive it gets. Really? <laughs> yeah, like, if you wanted, like, a Nintendo 64 or, like, a Super oh, Nintendo, yeah. it's more expensive than an Xbox, like, the brand new, like, the not the brand brand new one, but right. the one above but, like, 360. Yeah, it's more expensive than that.
0: I sold all my Sega shit. I uh, I never had Nintendo back in the day. We got Sega. And then uh, classic when, uh, when Genesis came out, there was an adapter so you could play all like the uh, 8-bit games. Yeah, just clip it on top. And I had that damn thing, too. So
1: I remember my buddy. He was the only person that I knew that had a Sega. And they were, like, ahead of their time. They had, like, wireless controllers. But you had to use, like, five batteries, and it ate it in an hour. Oh, I bet. (laughs) It was just
0: Like the beginning technology. Yeah, yeah. But you never buy the first version of the flying car. Wait wait for them to work the bugs out. Because someone's going to die in that, (laughs) and it's not going to be me. A lot of people.
1: Yep. The gut feeling play of the week. The guy that normally you wouldn't start, but you think going to get a lot of targets or something. I think Jamison Crowder is that this week. Because Elijah Moore is out. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Elijah Moore is out. And I think Jamison Crowder is going to get all the touches.
0: My teams are all freaking decimated. It's just <laughs> in that 12-man, I'm I'm just starting whoever I got, basically. I got two of them. Uh, I've got Pollard in fifty percent of my dynasties, and if he doesn't go, I I, don't think
1: he will either.
0: I yeah, I'm basically preparing to try to go without him, and I don't. It's gonna be whatever I put in there. It's gonna be gross. The
1: great thing about like dynasty, I gave up on, and somehow we're all back in it.
0: Yeah, well, uh, if I was not an idiot and you know counted the games right, and now, well. I still won all the games. I started one and five, and now I'm six and seven. So wow, my my ten man. Where are we? One two. Three. Oh no, we've got seven teams at seven and six.
1: Jesus.
0: Yeah. First place is nine and four, and uh, yeah, only ninth and tenth are eliminated. So it's all yeah, gonna come down.
1: That's crazy. But like this I is... said,
0: we have a five way tie for last
1: place. Like last. last. Wow. It's insane. Man. And like normally, like, like that's our big money league. Normally, like there's definitely standouts and there's not <laughs> <laughs> like, and the good thing about for me is my team is like just coming together, you know, like right towards the yeah. playoffs.
0: Like my team is really starting to put up big points now. Like I'm starting to get a little bit of health back in a couple of leagues. And it's like, oh, no, I can't like that 12 man. It's like, I can't miss the playoffs. I'm just getting my running backs back. Like I I, I did the thing where I survived until I got healthy. Like, no, not now. And the best thing is
1: I saved all my free agency money in that. So what I've been doing is betting like I'll throw like 10 bucks on the defense that's playing like one of the worst teams. Right. In the last three weeks, I've had my defense go over 20 points.
0: Sweet. Yeah, we just did uh, the episode this this week. Uh, we did the defense around the world. Yep. And we broke down the matchups the rest of the way. Like, Because there is no defense that you're just going to play straight through. You're going to have to mix and match by matchups. No, honestly, if you're not
1: looking to change your defense every week, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> like, You should but, be trying to find a, a matchup that favors mega points.
0: Like, there are very few defenses that are just consistent enough to leave in. Like, even the good ones, the top-tier ones, have some really bad games. I played Indy
1: when they won, like, 41-3. to I picked them (laughs) up. And then I played the defense that played the Steelers when they got blown out. And then I just picked up New Orleans, and they're playing the Jets. And New Orleans has, like, one of the best
0: defenses this year. (laughs) I, yeah, basically just look at who's playing the Jets and the Jags the last four weeks. The thing is, like, if you look at the Jags stuff,
1: they have been somewhat keeping it close. They've still been scoring, but it's always been, like, 17 to, like, 28 or something right. like that. You know, it's never
0: been... Yeah, not close enough for them to actually be in it at the end.
1: Mm-hmm. Probably the most diverse year for, like
0: fantasy I've ever experienced. Yeah, for sure. It's usually in my dynasties. My bench is deep enough that even when you have all these injuries and bye weeks and whatever, I've always just been able to withstand it. And this year I have not. And that's been in almost every league. I've had to play the wire fairly hard and that's yeah. not something I generally do. So it's, it's, I've, I've really noticed it. No, I've, avoid the wire at
1: all costs <laughs> yeah unless unless there's like i picked up john jerry carter like at the, towards the end of the year when i realized people have spent their money yeah at the end like all my people that i'm gonna cut anyway i'll switch out with like rookie wide receivers and just just hoping they like
0: hit and yeah that's worked well, that's what I was about to start doing, and then I realized, holy shit, I'm not eliminated. I should probably not be cutting these guys just yet. So, Oh, I, I just, I, I just cut people that I know I'm not even going to play anyway. Yeah, well, that was it. But it's like, well, if I'm going to the playoffs, maybe Alex Collins is helpful, but <laughs> no, he's not. So I just dumped him for, for one of those defenses that had a, a good matchups the last four weeks.
1: Defense is a thing that like people don't really consider, but it's big.
0: It can uh, this time of year for sure. Yeah, it's pretty big. <clears throat> it's yeah, it's a slot in your lineup. You know, it's like what eight, probably eight percent of your depending on how many positions you have. Um, and it and the difference is is you
1: could get negative points or you could just get an extra twenty.
0: <laughs> right. It's yeah, that's a why a big my, difference. My defensive scoring is pretty punitive for the uh, negatives. I'm worse than most, but but otherwise they just have like almost unlimited potential. Yeah, you know, a couple of interceptions and you return them for touchdowns. It's like okay, you got twenty something. Like Jesus Christ, what was it like?
1: the Patriots were like the defense was putting up like thirty points like multiple
0: <laughs> weeks in a row? I rode them into yeah. playoffs. I wrote a defense in the playoff, like yeah. I and mean, the team gets hot, you can definitely do it. But like I said on the uh, fantasy podfathers, the the days of being able to predict a defense being good year after year is like over. There's, that's impossible. That's there's impossible. so much turnover now,
1: and the way like defense is played now, because you can't you can't like pop people like you could back in the day. So they, yeah. y- you got to like switch out people, hope that like they don't, you know, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but yeah, it's well, like, they
0: really tilted the rules to the offense. It's so it hard is. to play defensive back. It's just not fair. Yeah, it's really hard. Like, okay, run with this guy who knows where he's going, but you don't know where he's going, and he's fast as fuck, and he's taller than you. Oh, yeah, and you got to have your back to the ball because you're watching where this guy's going, and if you touch him, we're going to throw a flag.
1: Yeah, and, like, back in the day, that's how, like, CBs wear down guys is they'd pop them.
0: Right, every bash them at, at the line. Well, within, within five yards, you can still kind of hit If the hit ball's
1: them. thrown their way, you know, they'd smoke them. Now you can't even do that. Right. Like, back in the day, if it's a jump ball, there's a guy running full speed, like fucking head first into you, like yeah. into your chest. Nowadays, like it's like Chuck Cecil. Can't. Yeah, they're just
0: beating the shit out of you. Bleeding from the bridge of his nose from just head down torpedoing anything that comes across the middle.
1: Yeah, I watched. Uh, you watched that Brady documentary yet? No. Oh my god, amazing. It like you start to realize how different football is. Like they were beating the shit out of each other on the field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like it'd be a jump ball like 5 yards over the dude's head. There's a guy fucking head diving into your chest,
0: like just smoking you. Yeah, back in the day, I mean in high school, I was there for the big hit. Like that was when somebody got about decapitated. I was losing my mind and now it's like oh god that's why are you guys doing that that's terrible yeah i mean wind up pissing your pants in about 10 years you keep doing that to your brain pan there was a running back that they showed that was just brutal like I i can't remember his name
1: maybe it's kevin falk
0: Oh, the dude you used to play for the Patriots?
1: Yeah, they were showing him and they're like, Oh yeah, he started like running the ball down people and like he comes back to the line and he's his nose is bleeding. He's like bleeding out of his eye, and they're like, Yeah, we're handing you the ball six more times in a row.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> he's like, well, hang he just on kept
1: him. beating the shit out of the defense. It's like that doesn't happen anymore.
0: No, I'm not not very often. It's it's really, well, I said they've opened up the rules for uh, passing to be a uh, little more widespread. Oh, I wish I could
1: find that. I don't think it was him, but yeah, I mean, and I think, like, it made me understand why Brady likes Antonio Brown, too.
0: <laughs> yeah, that he knows where he's going to be.
1: And Antonio Brown, like, he just wants to win. <laughs> right. Like, when it comes down to it, he just wants to win, and those they don't. A lot of those people don't come off on the media that great, but
0: right. but they love fucking playing football. <laughs> well, he literally threw a bag of dicks at somebody. Did you see yeah. that video? <laughs> I've not. Uh, it was like his ex girlfriend, his baby mama, or something. Uh, yeah, they had like a bag of gummy dicks that he threw at her. as the cops were there trying to make sure he didn't get out of control. Yeah, that guy's wild. Well, I was like on lunch break and I pull up Twitter and it's like trending Antonio Brown with bag of dicks. I was like, what the fuck happened while I was microwaving pasta (laughs) like
1: this? Nothing surprises me with that guy. Nothing. (laughs) No. When he went to the Raiders, like what his like. Nutritionist said no, she said she he snuck up on her and like came on her back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she was oh like, my... eating Food, I was like, Surprise! He, he just, I'm like, What did he just like pop out and <laughs> like, What? I'm so confused. You gotta have so much planning to that. That's not something you can just do right now, it's gotta, that's timing. Yeah, like the conditions got to be right. You got to be ready to roll here.
1: The way she explained it was like she was just like
0: sitting there, like knitting or something, and he just like ah! <laughs> popped out,
1: like gotcha. gotcha.
0: Picture him doing it with a Chappelle voice. Yep, yep. Gotcha, that, bitch.
1: I was literally thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> do you find something like that, or do you look for it? <laughs>
0: Like I wanna now I want to see S- Chappelle reenact this. Yeah, he had that skit about cops finding semen.
1: Have you seen that? Probably. Yeah, he's like, they find the defendant semen under the stove. He's like, God damn. He's like, Do they find semen like that? Or they do do they just look for it?
0: <laughs> he's got so many good bits though. Yeah. I just busted in. I was actually watching some 1984 stand-up from Gallagher. He's got to predate you, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. I've never even heard of him. Although he uh, used to bring out a giant mallet and smash watermelons and whatnot. What? Oh, yeah. This is great. This is exactly what I was talking about with that age gap uh, bit we should do. Yeah, he was a stand-up comedian, he had like long hair and a mustache and wore like a newsboy hat and he did all these goofy observations and his closing bit was he was supposed to be like a mallet salesman selling this mallet town to town and he'd bring all different fruits and shit and he would close uh, smashing a watermelon. Okay, so (laughs) that's real old school. Yeah, like the people in the front three rows would bring like ponchos because oh, they knew so they were gonna like get a thing. Yeah, yeah, they knew they were gonna get smashed with random fruits and yogurt and whatever he decided to smash that day. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I've never even heard of that guy at all. Oh yeah, he's. It's funny actually. Chappelle did a kind of uh, knockoff bit on him. Actually, uh, I think it was on Chappelle's show. Because the weird thing was, around, it must have been around 2000, this guy had been still been kind of playing around the country and he kind of decided to retire. So he sold the act to his brother, who looks just like him. And he then. Sold that? I mean, that's way different, too. Yeah, he's like, nowadays Here, okay. you have to have a new hour every two years. <laughs> no, you no, know, you just go out and say the same shit and smash, well, and all the props. He was a big prop guy. Yeah. So he basically, yeah, here, you uh, grow long hair, and now you go smash watermelons. This sold yeah. him the whole character.
1: The farthest that I've really gone back, comedian-wise,
0: is just, like, George Carlin. I haven't gone, like, way back. Yeah, it's it's weird when you get any further back, because it's really around... Uh, Bill Hicks kind of changes a lot of shit. Yeah, Bill Hicks. I know Bill Hicks. I've listened to some of his stuff. Like you can tell that's like you can tell in the late 80s where Carlin changes like it's about uh, 1990, and, and 91. He just Hicks,
1: gets an edge is like where you really see you see like real like bullshit. Com- you know what I'm saying? Like a real like how day, like how it is today. He kind of yeah. had that style like he was the first person to like
0: that I've seen that was really like today's style. Right. That's when it all changes. I said, even Carlin adapts kind of, you know, his next specials. He's coming out wearing all black and he's fucking yelling. And like in 1988, he's got this bit called Things That Are Bothering Me or something like that. And by 1994, it's Things That Are Fucking Pissing Me Off. <laughs> yep. it just, like it just in that span, you see the change.
1: And Bill Burr, you know, he, he kind of like starts doing that too. It's just like stuff that pisses him off.
0: You know, the whole Boston like, it's almost become like a Boston trait. Did I ever, uh, right before we went on, my buddy messaged me and told me he renewed his website for three years. Did I ever tell you the story of how my buddy got a website? I think so. Isn't it
1: like some super dumb
0: name? (laughs) yeah, Yeah. He got, uh, piss-ass drunk and then woke up the next morning and found a receipt on his credit card for (laughs) feedmebullshit.com, which he'd apparently purchased for a three-year term. (laughs) You ever bought anything, like, super drunk that you're like, what the hell? No, it's always shit that I already wanted, but I would never pull the trigger on. Yeah, yeah. uh, Like, five years ago or so, I went on a really big uh, e-buy used record spree. Oh, okay, I mean, we're talking like 70 or 80 bucks over the course of a month, you know, but <laughs> yeah, a lot I of mean, packages,
1: I guess I would say I've probably done the same thing. It's like I've ordered a, like a bunch of fucking clothes before and I woke up and I was like, why did I buy $150 worth of sweatshirts last night? Target the them. hell. Yeah
0: yeah sweatshirt with a cross eyed cat when some, and some saying it's like oh dude they they targeted it right to me, yeah, Facebook just pops it up. It's like
1: <laughs> we heard it's winter there. check these out,
0: <laughs> yeah, my favorite is the uh the combination shirts that get algorithm generated, oh yeah, have you seen people do all the different episodes on that like uh, uh Never never underestimate a Libra who also drives an IROC. <laughs> oh, God. It's like all shit like that. Uh, n- an Aquarius what? who owns a Shih Tzu. Yeah, what is that? It's like...
1: You, that girl at work that's just like, Oh, my God, I'm so dumb. I'm such a Libra. And it's like, no, Susan, you're just a stupid bitch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your star chart didn't make you a fucking idiot.
1: It's like, those stars align did not align to make you retarded
0: (laughs) you should uh (laughs) check out um every friday lebitard has ricky williams on reading people's star charts oh that's amazing oh it's great they they had him on
1: pat show and he was like super like stoner and zen i was like holy totally is yeah he had like a maybe a mosaic is that what you call it he's like yeah my wife got this in like indonesia or something (laughs) like I was
0: like, oh, he's, like, all the way in it. Yeah, he's great. I like think they did Mahomes this week, and uh, I can't remember. They they did um, Cam Newton a couple weeks ago and LeBron. Oh, oh. So, with
1: what I've been hearing is Ben's going to retire this year. That's what where, it sounds like. Where? Do you just play Rudolph? Do you draft? Do you play Haskins? Like, they're in a weird spot.
0: I'm assuming it's going to be probably a high draft pick. Um, especially that's you the think way they're going to draft and play him. Like whoever they draft, <laughs> I, I you know how that always goes. It's it's never the plan that the rookie's going to play. It's yeah. Well, we'll draft him, and then you know somebody's lung gets punctured by a careless medical staff, and next thing <laughs> you know, the rookie's out there. Oh God. <laughs> I forgot that just, happened. Just just to make something up that, you know, not a real I mean, scenario. I'd like to see Gardner Minshew, you know, out there, you know. Yeah, that's what I, I, I was mad. I thought Pittsburgh should have taken a run at him at the deadline. and oh. clearly, I will say, in preseason,
1: Haskins looked amazing. But, you know, it's preseason, got to take it with a grain of salt.
0: I, I haven't even seen if he's been active every week or not. Um, I'm not sure how many quarterbacks they've been carrying.
1: Well, I know. I'm pretty sure it's Ben, Rudolph, and Haskins.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure if they have him active any weeks, though.
1: Yeah, and Rudolph's just always going to be the guy that got hit by a helmet from... (laughs) Yeah, the
0: guy (laughs) with the real punchable
1: face. Yep. And he does look like that, too. That jock that's just an asshole to everybody. The fuck up, Mason. Oh, what do you think about fucking clay pools?
0: <laughs> Shit. <laughs> you gotta assume he's heard about his shenanigans. Yeah. I, I don't think that will go unaddressed in Pittsburgh. No. And
1: what's up with Juju?
0: Um, he's done for the year.
1: I was wondering about that. I wasn't sure.
0: Yeah, what was that like week uh, week six or eight or something? Well, separate, I knew he got hurt shoulder or something but like I that. I wasn't sure if it was like season ending. Yeah, it looked bad when he got it. Like I, I initially thought, like, oh shit, he's hurt. I thought you guys were going to win on Thursday. With I fell comeback. asleep. I missed
1: the whole second half. It was insane. Like honestly, the Vikings are lucky they didn't lose. Yeah. Like, I thought for sure they were going to lose that after what happened towards the end. Oh, it sounded like they had a shot at the end zone at the end, so... That's the great thing about Ben. Big Ben is, like, he just doesn't care. Like, he's been in long enough where he'll continue to just do the same thing he's always done.
0: Yeah, and it, it, it's sizzling hot takes. I have to differentiate the quarterbacks. It's like, okay, Brady's the greatest... Rodgers probably has the best arm talent I've ever seen. If I need one drive to win a game, it's Ben all day, every day. Yep. Like, you you got two minutes, you got a minute 40 and no timeouts.
1: But Ben is right there, right there. He's just a gunslinger. Like, I I appreciate people who, like, even if they fuck up, like, they continue to just do the same thing. And, like, Baker's got that almost to his own fault, too.
0: <laughs> yeah, that uh, that poor guy's been just devastated this year.
1: Oh, dude. I saw him, like, they're like, here comes Baker Mayfield's, like, first drive of the game. He's got, like, an arm shoulder brace. He's, like, <laughs> limping out. Yeah. It's like, okay, you guys just need to bench him right now.
0: <laughs> like, a month or so ago, Yahoo quit. Um, <clears throat> they quit listing the injuries on the little player card. It would just say Baker Mayfield, and then in parentheses it'd be multiple or yeah. many, or it was just, it was there was always, was, there was too many to list. Baker Mayfield is literally like
1: Brett Favre. Like, he plays through injury, all he does is rifle the ball as hard as he can.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> like, why I thought he'd be good with Beckham.
1: I don't know, their team's weird. Like, doesn't really make, their
0: offense doesn't make sense to me. Especially with the way everybody's been injured, the fact that they've even held in as much as they have. (laughs) I mean, they they haven't had all their running backs together. I don't know if they've barely had them at all together this year. I don't think so. I know Kareem Hunt's back. I know
1: that. This is his first week back. But, like, they have weapons everywhere. But it's just like, I don't know. They can't find success.
0: I think they're down to one, one tight end this weekend. So I don't know if they're elevating somebody or if there's another guy they can plug in there for depth, but um, Njoku and Bryant are both out.
1: <clears throat> See, I like, I like Njoku too. Like I don't know. that their, their, te- their play calling is just interesting. I don't know. That's like but, such a toss-up team for me like I watch their offense and I'm like I don't know who's going to have
0: a big game. <laughs> right. And they're one of those that does that. It's just okay, who's who can we who's the the easiest to get the ball to? Like if if a certain team doesn't cover the tight ends well, they'll just throw to the tight end. And not one of them, all friggin' three of them. Yep. But uh I mean, and Joku's going to be a free agent. So he's a guy to keep an eye on for sure. He hasn't he he's
1: not going to stay on the Browns, I don't think. I
0: wouldn't think.
1: I don't think um, they'll pay him enough. And I think wherever he goes, he'll be way more of, like, a uh, viable player, like, fantasy-wise. So. That's, like, yeah, when Earth went to the Cardinals, I was, like, he's instantly already a top 10. Instantly. I yeah. was like, he's going to get way more targets. Their offense just works that way.
0: <laughs> Which was great. I had him in, like, uh seventy five percent of my dynasties so it was like all i went from being totally screwed with no tight ends looking for like some veteran with one year left to having that guy <laughs> it's like okay we're good well was crazy is he was like top five top 10 top
1: 10 and then he had one bad year and everyone's like fuck him right whatever like yeah. goddard's goddard's here
0: Injury and, and then he came back, and yeah, the younger guy started taking a cut of his stuff. It's like, I think he's just finally back in into shape this year. I think it was a well, uh, recovery. Their Philly offense is fucking weird. Like,
1: <laughs> they're, they're the same thing. Like, I stay away from all of their offense. I do not yeah. get running backs from them, I don't get wide receivers from them. The only person I would even go for is Goddard. That's it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's the, probably the most consistent target in that offense. That's the I only got, person I uh, would go for them. I got Howard uh, off the wire in a couple of leagues, so he was cheap enough to make make it interesting, worth, worth my effort.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But we've yeah. got enough roster spots to, to do something like that. I'm
1: super happy in Dynasty. I got Josh Palmer and DeAndre Carter. I think both those guys are going to be huge. I grab them off the wires. They're going to be big.
0: I'm still... That's another league, like I said, where I was hurting at tight end. So I made my point this year, an entire tight end position overhaul. So I supported all these young guys, and then I traded for Friarmouth. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got you got
1: Friermuth. I forgot, yeah. Yeah, I dealt with... I need to get rid of one, because I have Goddard, Waller, and... Uh, Azuma or whatever
0: yeah well you could play two of them so hell
1: yeah I mean Goddard hasn't put up that great of numbers except for last week
0: <laughs> I think I have like four or five tight ends it's something stupid
1: I think it's about I've had OJ Howard for like five years I think it's time to get rid of him
0: uh, another guy who's about to be a free agent yeah I have, I have Howard too I need to get rid of one because uh, I've got Howard in, I think, I think fifty percent of my dynasties, and he was a guy I actually looked at cutting like a month ago to bring somebody up. And like, oh, he's twenty-seven, and he can leave after this year. And he's he's actually amazing. He just doesn't have a spot on that team, right? So if he can find a better landing spot, you imagine if he wound up in like Green Bay or something. Oh my God, that'd be amazing. I we, think he's still We haven't
1: actually had like a legit tight end. Yeah. Like of like an actual like beast tight end we haven't really had. No, it was uh Tanya's shit. good, but he's not like athletically good, you know? Like he can catch really well, but he's no. not like fast and he's not
0: like that. <laughs> yeah, he's actually been starting to get cut in all my dynasties. He's done. He tore his ACL, so... Yeah, and he'll come back at, what, like 20, 28 or something coming off an ACL, and yeah. Roger's there next year. Like, it's just, he's not and going to gamble. Packers are notorious for never paying
1: tight ends, so... <laughs> right. they Even when we had Jared Cook, he did all that great shit, and we're like, see ya. <laughs> never yeah, paid you know, him. If,
0: if he's getting cut in Wisconsin-based dynasties, it's... <clears throat> It's time to, to let him go. Well, I remember Dad was,
1: he's like, no one's biting on Jared
0: Cook. I'm like, he doesn't really see targets, really. He's journeyman. He bounces around like he's talented. Uh, he's one of
1: those guys that you throw in your lineup hoping that he scores a touchdown, and that's it.
0: <laughs> right, he might have one of those games, one of his, like, three a season where he goes off. and. hmm but it's like, I, I I don't know what it is. It's the same thing with Brandon Cooks. I just don't trust anybody that doesn't stay anywhere. <laughs> it yep. seems like. And Brandon Cooks has junk time points. Like yeah, yeah, that too. He's getting,
1: like, if he gets points, he's getting a deep ball, like, late for a touchdown
0: or something, just because of speed. Yeah. Yeah, I said he's he's definitely talented. It's just it seems like he's. He's somewhere for a year, then he goes somewhere else for a year, and then he's on to the next that's, place. That's what, he's at that like
1: I call it the Frank Gore level, but like yeah, <laughs> you you get you get he gets that year
0: deal and yeah. they only have him there to get a deep ball like twice a year. We actually mentioned uh, something like that on the podcast this week. Adrian Peterson having like a Kiwani's vest with all the little badges and <laughs> Yeah. I said, yeah, he's pissed off that Frank Gore's over there with like his Girl Scout sash totally full and he's trying to catch up.